We are joined now by a friend of the show, Jeremy Kahn, who is always one of my favorite guests to talk to because I get to talk <laughs> Ravens and Orioles with him. It's awesome. Jeremy, great to see you, co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show. Let's start with those Orioles, man. Second best record in baseball. They've been extremely impressive. One of the best bullpens in the league. Their offense has been good. They're stealing a lot of bases. We, we knew the Orioles were obviously trending in the right direction. They overperformed last season, and they're picking up right where they left off. But, I mean, how impressed are you with this start they've gotten off to? Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many different things we could look at regarding this team. They're loaded in the farm system, which is nice to finally have. Um, and then seeing a team go through a rebuild, it sucks. We've all been – like, if you've been there and you're watching your team actually go through that rebuild, it sucks. So now – what we saw last year, everybody's like, is this a mirage? Like, what's going on? Because they have the lowest payroll in baseball, and they're competing for a playoff spot. And then coming out this year, uh, you know, there's a couple things to look at. When Adley Rutschman got called up, he's now played in 162 games. The team's won 95 of those games. And I'm not saying it's solely because of him, but I think he's had a lot to do with it with controlling the pitching staff and, of course, what he does every day at the plate. I mean, he you can make a case already that he's the best catcher in baseball. I'll wait for that. There's still some good ones out there, but – it's just a lot of fun to watch these guys. They were called a bulldog last night by their manager because of the way they attack, and I love it. They're fun to watch. It's finally fun. Like, it's nice to have a team that wins. Like, the Ravens, I remember all those years with the Baltimore Ravens and fans were like, oh, I like low-scoring football. It's like, shut up. No, you don't. Nobody likes 13-3. to Nobody likes that. We want action. And now when you watch the Orioles, they're a fun team, and they're actually a good team, and they still haven't even begun to spend money. Royals fan here in Kansas City, so I know a little something <laughs> about rebuild, Jeremy. Um, yeah. I'm looking at the standings, and everybody's been talking about the Rays with good reason. They've been awesome this year. They're 37-15, and 15, but Baltimore's only three and a half games back. Is it crazy to think that they could actually catch them at some point? I don't think so. You know, like, if you actually look at the league, it's kind of funny because it's almost like the NFL where the – um, American League, the teams appear a little bit superior overall as a whole because I think four teams in the AL West are above 500. All five teams in the AL East are above 500. And then you have the Twins and the rest of that crappy division. Uh, sorry, with the, the Royals. <laughs> he just brought it up. I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. But then when you go to the National League, I mean, the NL East, which we expected to be good, uh, the Braves and the, and the Marlins are at the top of that division. The Dodgers have battled back. Arizona's ironically good. And the Central is questionable at best, I think. So I think when they start playing some more of those National League teams, they should feast on them. But the key is just stacking series wins. They had a record there going for a while of winning the first game in a series. I think it was 11 series in a row. And when you do that, yeah. you obviously give yourself a chance at, at worst, you know, uh, going one and two and uh, instead of getting swept. Because we were just talking about it today. Because if the Orioles hadn't come back last night and they got swept, I mean, now you got to win three series just to kind of get back to where you were. So – uh, it's avoid being swept and just keep winning series, and I think those that, that win total is going to pile up. Jeremy, as you know, they start out the season like twenty-five to one, thirty to one to win the AL East. It has dipped to ten to one. Do, do you think there's still value there, or have you kind of missed the boat at this point to bet on Baltimore to win the division, and maybe you look big picture like to win the AL or something like that? I it's it's funny to me because I look at uh, the Orioles and and do I think they win the division? It's going to be tough, but again, if, if you go back to Astro Ball and look at when they made their move, this is the season in uh, for the Astros that they made the trade for Justin Verlander. And finally, like I was talking about the minor leagues being loaded, like if you haven't looked at it, go check out what – look at what Jackson Holiday's doing. He's in one of the best pitchers parks in all of the minor leagues. It's single A, so I'm not trying to get way ahead of myself. They're number one overall pick. 
the kid's hitting like 600 there. So it's, you know, they, there's so many good uh, players in this farm system that I do think they have draft or, you know, capital to, to make a move to go get a big splash. And somebody called our show and said, would you guys be interested in trading for Shohei Otani? And then any other year we'd go, come on, guys. Don't be ridiculous. Nobody's trading for Otani. And then you look at it and go, they could if they wanted to, if the Angels were willing to move them. Um, so it is an exciting time to see what they do around the trade deadline. But ultimately, it's it's just funny to watch this team play. And then we expect them to win now, which feels so weird because we were just smothered and covered in losing for, for about four seasons. I was going to ask you how much the fan base even cares about Baltimore baseball these days because obviously Baltimore football is the always consistent and they just re-signed Lamar Jackson. It's always fun to at least talk about that. Now that the Orioles are good, is the city going nuts? Yeah, I, I think we're there was that chicken or egg thing of like, do you spend money to bring the fans back, um, or does winning help you bring the fans back, or you try to come up with all these different ideas and gimmicks to try to get them in the stadium? Because for a while now, look, we've talked about Baltimore and, and how dangerous the city has been, uh, some of the things that have gone on ever since the Freddie Gray riots we had here. There are some people that just won't go back down um, into the city and, and go check out a game. And I, I think there is some of that. The losing, the, the, the attendance was down. And then now we're starting to see it tick up. More and more people are taking their families to the game. We're seeing crowds. I mean, we're not getting the sellouts that you want unless it's the Yankees or Red Sox still. But I think slowly people will start to filter back in. Uh, it wouldn't be nice. Like, if you've never been to Camden Yards, it's, it's one of the – I think it's the best stadium. I haven't been to all of them, obviously. But when you've got stadiums being modeled after it, like PNC and uh, was it Citizens Bank up in Philly, like those ballparks are – they're, they look great, but they're modeled after this. With that warehouse out there, the backdrop, it's one of my favorite places to go watch a game. So um, hopefully the fan base kind of gets behind that. But I think September is going to be fun. Once you get football starting, I, when the Royals were good, I, did the Royals and Chiefs ever cross over as good teams? Am I missing anything there? Yeah. Or no? yeah the, the, okay. the season, there was a season that the Chiefs started off, they won their first game, and then they lost their next five. And that's when the Royals were really good. So the Chiefs were one and five through their first six, and everybody forgot about the Chiefs. And then the Chiefs went on to win the rest of their regular season games, win the division. And then it was like, oh, damn, we do still have a football team. But as soon as baseball was good, everybody was talking about it. Yeah, so that's what we were talking about here in September. How fun will it be, unless you're one of those people that have two TVs or multiples, um, to put the Oriole game up and the Ravens game up and watch it and, and be content. And I think fans, this is a baseball city. I, I, football's king, but this is a baseball city, baseball town, and I think they're dying for a good baseball team. It's the, the Orioles are the only team I grew up with. The only, like, I love them to death. I want to see them do, uh, do well. I'd love to see a World Series in my lifetime. I got to see one when I was four, but I don't remember anything about it. So, um, but, you know, that being said, it's, just, it's fun to watch good baseball, and it's finally, it's finally a lot of fun to talk about it now um, that we have a good team and have expectations. Amen. I, I tune in to watch every game. Like, I can't wait for 6.35, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern every night to watch them. And your Cano has been unbelievable, Jeremy, as you know. I mean, people that follow the Orioles, he's been the best reliever in baseball. He's 18-1 to to win AL Rookie of the Year. Even if he continues at this pace with just how ridiculous dominant he has been, you think it's going to be too hard for a reliever to win that award? I possibly, uh, if you look at the American League right now, actually, um, I did all these Rookie of the Year uh, stuff with Ken Barkley when I filled in on You Better You Bet. And one of the things that he pointed out that I didn't know, because he's a big futures guy, um, that the AL Rookie of the Year usually, or I think the last seven years, has gone to the uh, the rookie with the highest war. And right mm -hmm. now, I think Cano has that. 
Um, if he gets a few more saves, I, he's going to make the all-star team. I, every time you look, he gave up a run, and we're like, all right, let's 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 just move past that. Finally, he gave up one. We don't have to worry about the right. streak. His ERA is .35, and his whip's .37. It's, it's unbelievable, and nobody saw this coming. They got him in the trade for Jorge Lopez with the Twins when everybody was killing the Orioles for moving a couple pieces last year. And now they have this one-two punch at the back end of their bullpen that, frankly, it might be the best in baseball. I, I, you'd have to look at some other teams and compare. Um, and nobody's even talking about Baker, and he's been pitching well. So um, I'm kind of excited to just see what they do. But, yeah, man, Cano has just been amazing. And I do think he'll have an outside shot. He's already got what was it a couple of saves. And if he gets a few more opportunities here and there, could he get to 10 saves? When you look at that, all those holds, the ERA, the whip, the strikeouts. I, I think you'd have to put him up at the top. I know uh, Yoshida was up there, but again, I, I don't, I don't know that he he was like I think sixth in WAR when we were talking about. It, but he got really hot at that time, and everybody was talking about him being the favorite. Um, and I still think Gunner Gunner Henderson. He's another guy here. Like I thought he was going to be better than Adley, and he still may. The kid's special. Like I, I'm just telling everybody, like Adley Rutschman, Gunner Henderson are going to be something for this team to build around for years. Jeremy, if I could switch gears and get off the Orioles and on to the Ravens, Lamar Jackson now obviously has his contract. We didn't see him at the end of last year. How far away do you think he is from that MVP form from a couple of years ago? It makes us want, I mean, he won an MVP, and if you look at his wide receiving core, you'd go, oh, God, who was he throwing? Seth Roberts was on that team? Um, what? You know, like, and now he finally has some weapons, whether Odell Beckham has anything left. Um, if he's, he's talked about it today that he's going to run less. Uh, and I think we all expected that and throw a little bit more, but I don't think it's going to be like he's rushing for 400 or 500 yards. I still think he's a guy that's going to rush for 800 to 1200 yards every single season if he stays healthy. Um, so yeah, fans are excited about the, you know, the Ravens and the weapons they have now, but the other part of actually getting those weapons is there's no more excuses. You got an offensive coordinator that's giving you the reins, right? So he said, he's giving you the keys to the offense. You can change plays. There was a big thing with Greg Roman when he was here. It's like, is he calling plays in late so they can't adjust it at the line of scrimmage so they run his plays? Because we get false starts, and, or I'm sorry, a delay of games, or you'd have guys rushing to the line and not get set. So there was a lot of that talk with Greg Roman. So now bringing in Todd Bunkin, having weapons on offense. I think there's a ton of pressure on Lamar. I don't know that he necessarily feels it, but I'm pretty, I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, confident that he's going to have a really good season with this group. Um, but I do believe this division is going to be tough. Outside of Lamar, who do you think's the second most important player, like skill position player on offense, right? So for the Chiefs, it's Kelsey, it's it's Chase outside of the quarterbacks. Like you think it's Andrews, Bateman, Dobbins, who would you think it is? I, I mean, I would probably say it's um it's Andrews, but I mean there is depth there. There's now depth at the wide receiver position, but that's his, you know, security blanket, safety blanket, whatever the hell you want to call it. Safety net. I always I mix metaphors and analogies all the time and it never makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So it's something in there, but that's who he likes to throw to. And we all know it. Like there was that meme that was going around a couple years ago with Lamar who's running around. I was like, where's Mark Andrews? I don't know. I'll just throw it up there. He'll find it. And that's, that's been the guy he looks for. So I do think, you know, look, Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. There are other guys in that, in, in the next range, like Kittle, best blocker. I think Mark Andrews brings a lot of, uh, there's some similarities to Kelsey and Kittle in his game. And I, I love the guy. I think he's actually going to have a bang-up season with all the weapons here. I still think he's going to get all his targets and that we will see them throw it more. You mentioned how good this division is, and I remember heading into last year, I think Baltimore and Cincinnati were co-favorites to win the division, according to BetMGM. And I was thinking, hold on, what am I missing? Didn't Cincinnati just go to a Super Bowl? Don't they have one of the top two or three best young quarterbacks in the NFL? How big do you think the gap is between the Bengals and the Ravens? 
if you ask the Ravens, they would say there's no gap. Um, and if, if so, they, they think they're ahead, even though Joe Burrow's got the best of them the past couple of years. There's no doubt about that. I mean, going back two years ago, I think what did he throw for almost a thousand yards against him. It was just, it was ridiculous. It was like 890 yards in two games. He just, they destroyed them. Um, but it is weird. Like people forget that back in the playoffs last year, the Ravens should have beat the Bengals. They, they fumbled on the two yard line with Tyler Huntley trying to reach the ball up and the fattest guy on the field ran the ball 99 yards for a touchdown. So, um, <laughs> you know, like weird things happen, man. But with Lamar back, you, you kind of feel like they, they should be one of the, I understand them not being the favorite in the division because Lamar's been hurt the past two years and what Cincinnati's done. They're a really good team, uh, but they lost some pieces in the off season. I I'm interested in Cleveland. I really want to see what Deshaun Watson's doing, how he looks Elijah Moore being there now with some other weapons. If, if that team can kind of get back in the swing of things. But um, I do think it's going to be a tough division. You never write out the Steelers. Like, I, I, don't, I think they're the fourth best team in this division. But what is that, seven wins, eight wins, nine wins? Like, none of it would surprise me. I, I think they're going to be muddled right there. Jeremy, what was your thoughts on the Ravens' schedule? They open with the Texans at home, but three of their first five games are divisional road games. It's a pretty tough start. So, you know, it might be uh, like a three and two, two and three kind of start to the schedule. You might get some value on the Ravens early on in the season. They have a bye week late in the season. They go to London this year. We remember the last time when they played in London, that did not work out for them. So what were your thoughts on their schedule? Well, the one thing that was clear uh, two years ago, they had the, the shortest travel schedule of any team in the league. And I always like that. As, as a gambler, I look at that stuff, back-to-back road games. Um, who are you playing after Monday night games if you're going on the road there? Who do you get on a Thursday night? Is it a home game? Um, I was just more pissed off about the holiday schedule because now that means i got to work the day after or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. You know, there's, there's no days off New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Nobody wants to work New Year's Day uh, doing a morning show. So that's just me being selfish. But as far as the, the, the schedule goes, I, I think that it's going to get tougher as the, the season goes along, but they do have more home games, which is a good thing, obviously, uh, at the back end. He is the co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show in Baltimore, Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, appreciate the time, man. Great talking to our Ravens and O's with you. Hope to do it again soon. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Great stuff 